The Mishnah says if they bring maliach and pass, something salty, together with bread, you make a bracha on the maliach and you patter the bread, the bread is tougher. And the Mishnah gives a klau, whenever you have an ikr and a tafel, you make a bracha on the ikr and you patter the tafel. And right away the Gemara asks, how could there be such a thing that bread is tafel to maliach? So Rav of Avira says that in the name of Sheshesh, we're talking about people that are eating peres ginaisar. What does this mean? Rashi says it means peres ginaisar are more chashiv than bread. So it sounds like according to Rashi, the Mishnah is talking about salted peres ginaisar, and they're more chashiv, and you make a brach on the yikr, and you pat the tafel. So if that's the case, it doesn't seem to be so relevant. We don't have peres ginaisar today. But Taisus explains differently. The Mishnah, according to Taisus, is talking about people who prior to bringing them salt and bread, they ate pears genaiser, meaning they ate pears genaiser, which are very, very sweet. They have a very sweet flavor in their mouth. And because of that, they brought salty food because they wanted to, you know, lessen the sweet flavor in their mouth. And therefore, because they were only bringing the salty food to lessen the flavor in their mouth, they didn't have any need for any food. They weren't hungry anymore. They were eight pears genaiser. They were full. They were bringing salty food because they wanted to diminish the flavor in their mouth. And for that, you need to have salty food, and you can't have salty food plain, it hurts your throat, you need to have some bread. So therefore, that's all tafel, and omika bracha. So according to Taishas, it's lavdafka peres ginaisar. It's any time a person is bringing the salty food, not because he's hungry, but because of some other reason, so then we would say that the bread could even be tafel to the salty food. So the Shulchan Aruch and Archaim, between Rashid Beisif Aleph, passing Zaytaisvis, he doesn't say anything about peres ginaisar. He says... The rule is an ikr and a tafel, you make a bracha on the ikr and you pack the tafel. And even bread, which is the most chashav, if it's tafel. For example, somebody's eating salty fish and he's eating bread with it that it shouldn't harm his throat. You make a bracha on the fish and you pack the pass. So the Mishnah does say, for example, when he ate pears ginaiser before, but it's Mavur in the Mishnah it's Lavdavka. It's Mavur in the Mishnah that the point is he's not hungry. He's not eating the salty fish because he's hungry. If he's hungry, of course you have to make a bracha on the bread, but if he's eating it for some other reason, you know. Let's say a person wants something salty, he wants something spicy. So he has that food, but he needs to have a little bread. It's going to hurt him too much otherwise. So then the bread is tafel. He doesn't want to be satisfied with the bread. He's not looking for that right now. So then we can say that it's batal. So the pshat lachar is that bread is an ikr, alalech, yichi, adam. And therefore, if a person's ever coming to fill himself up, he's hungry and he's eating, of course the bread is the ikr. But if that's not his kavana, he's not trying to fill himself up, he's full already, he's eating something salty, something spicy, and because of that he's eating some bread, then we will say that the bread is tafel. Now, it seems that that's specifically bread. Other things that don't have the chashivas of bread, it could be that you're eating something salty, and together with it you're eating something else, and the other thing wouldn't need a bracha, because you go bust the yikr, even though you're eating them separately, one after the other. So what's this halacha, what do we define, what, how do we define ikr, how do we define tafel? So it's a very, very complicated sugya, but we'll try and discuss a little bit, give some uh, ideas of the concepts, the Shulchan Arach and to Nesheh Beis and Sifalaf says that you can have ikr and tafel, in many cases you can have ikr and tafel when the foods are mixed together, you have a tarob as a tafshil you can also have it if they're not mixed together they're separate, and you can even have it when you're eating one after the other, like we have in the case of the muliach and the pas. So how do you decide what's the ikr and what's the tafel? Mishimura says, first of all, the ikr is the, what you're eating, and you're eating everything else because of it. I'm eating one thing, and because I'm eating that, I'm bringing other things, kind of like in the Mishnah, I'm eating something salty, and because that, I'm bringing bread. That's the kind of thing we would call ikr and tafel. So, for example, somebody's eating vegetables. He brings a dressing. He brings some uh, sour cream to give it flavor. So, of course, you don't make a bracha on the tafel, you make a bracha on the salad. 
somebody smears some peanut butter on his celery, he doesn't like the celery plain, so he makes a brach on the celery. Sometimes a person wants to dip his cookies in coffee, he makes a coffee specifically to dip his cookies, and he's not drinking coffee right now. So the coffee will be tafel to the cookies. Mishabur then brings another example. It's in the Shulchanar Haradi in Rishmin Reishchas and Siv Zayin, where you have a taraivis, and in the taraivis, even if you want all the ingredients, but the rive is the akar. If you have a rive and a miut, so what's the rive is automatically considered the akar. You make a bracha on the rive. At least when your kavana is, you know, on everything equally. If your kavana is again for one specifically, you don't like the other things. So then that would be like we said before. So for example, this person's having yogurt and they put inside the yogurt some fruits, small amount of fruits. Of course, the yikr is the yogurt, and you make a bracha on that, and you patter the fruits. If the fruits would be the rove, so then already that would be a different question, but there is a small amount of fruits relative to the yogurt, the yikr is the yogurt. Then the Mishra says something else. Even if you have a tarovis of different items, and they're separate, you know, you have a fruit salad, apples and uh, pineapples, so what bracha do you make? The Mishra says, still, you go by the rove. You go by the rove, you make a bracha on the rove, and you patter the tafel. Now in the Biralacha, the Mishnah brings a chayadam uzchaylik. The chayadam says, no, when they're separate items, separate fruits, and each one is recognizable, so that's not called dikr and tafel, and you have to make a bracha on both. Nonetheless, the Mishnah Brua is machriya, to make a bracha on the rove, and call it an ikr, because safik bracha is lahakal. Now the chayadam is not alone, there are many achrayinim who agree with the chayadam, and... Uh, Many want to be chayshish for that shita. The question is, what's the way to be chayshish for that shita? Of course, if you could bring other food that has the same bracha as both minims, that would be the great solution. But is there another eitzah? So Taisus on the Mdalan and the first Taisus asks Akasha, if the Gemara, is, if the Mishnah is talking about Oichi Peres Ginaisar, so why are you making a bracha on the Muliach? Why don't you make a bracha on the Peres themselves? The bracha of the Peres is the Yikr, and then the salty food and the bread is all tafel to that. Shouldn't the bracha of the Peres patter? So Taisus says, Either you didn't have in mind to eat the other things, or you didn't eat them in the same place. And that's what the Magen Avraham and the Mishnah were asking, that when we say Iker, patters the tafel, that's only if you had in mind to eat the tafel, or you eat the tafel in the same place. If you didn't have in mind, or even if you didn't have in mind, if you're ragil to eat it, you usually eat the tafel after dikr. that's also good enough, because Mestami Yodaf is like that. But if you didn't have it in mind, and that's not normally what you do, and you're now, or you're now in a different place, so then you have to make a bracha on the tafel. Now, what bracha do you have to make? So Shulchan Aruch says, of course, you make the bracha of the tafel. Whatever the tafel is, you make that bracha. But the Ramah, based on the Nazarua, paskins that on the tafel, you make a shahakal. Why? What's the pshat? The Ramah understands the pshat is, Chazar metaking the bracha, let's say you have eight on an apple, and hadam on a tomato, only when you're eating the apple, the main, the, the ikr way you eat an apple. In other words, you're, you're eating an apple to get the output enough of an apple, you're eating a tomato in the normal way. But if you're eating an apple only because of something else, you're eating a tomato only because of something else, it's tafel. That's not the ikra, no? In such a case, you don't make the special bracha, you make just a shakal. The Ramah even says, more than that, if you eat the tafel before the ikr, since you're not eating it in and out because of itself, you're eating it because of the tafel, it loses its bracha and you make a shahakal. But the Magin of Ram is chaylik on that Ramah. The Magin of Ram says, no, you're eating it before the meal. The only time you can make a shahakal is if the bracha of the ikr is shahakal. So you have to make the bracha of shahakal on the ikr. Anyway, you make it now and patter the tafel. But if the bracha of the ikr is a different bracha, how can you make that bracha on the tafel? And how can you make shahakal on the tafel? That's not the bracha of the ikr. So according to the Magin of Ram, when you're eating it before, you make the bracha of the ikr. So because of this, the Mishnah says a person must be careful not to eat the tafel before the yikr, because they're going to have this machlaikas. So now, if we have a safik, what's the yikr, what's the tafel? And we want to make a bracha on everything to be yodzei, 
Well, if the brach of the yikr is shahakol, and you want to make a brach on the tafel first, so that wouldn't be so bad. Then everyone agrees you can make a shahakol on the tafel first. That would be an eitzah. But if the brach of the yikr is anything else, we're going to have this machlekes and magen avram and the mishnah brura. So that's not going to be a solution. Nonetheless, in the case of a fruit salad, l'chayah, this wouldn't be a problem. Because when the Ramah says that something tafel loses its bracha, what he means to say is, you're not eating it because of itself, you're only eating it because of something else, it's not the ikr hana of the food, and therefore you don't make its bracha. But when you're eating a sa'adal or fruit salad, so you're eating both minim, you're eating the apples and you're eating the pineapples, it's only because you're eating it together, so we consider the miyut to be tafel to the rov when you make a bracha on the ikr. But it's not that you're eating it in a way that it's not the yikra not. It's only that you're eating it together with something else. If you separate it out and before you eat the uh, the rove, you eat the mute separately by itself, l'chaira, then you make on it its own bracha. So that would be a solution in the case of a fruit salad. In the case of a salad, you separate the ingredient first and eat it. And thereby, you could take care of your safik brachas.